Welcome back to the Prima.Law Podcast. I'm your host, James Betzold. Uh, now, this is the third episode in our series, Starting Your Law Firm. So we know a lot of people out there are beginning in their legal career at this difficult time with the global pandemic and all. Uh, but it's never a bad time to start a law firm. For other individuals, they might be leaving a firm that they've been part of, or maybe they finished their internship, or maybe they're done working in the nonprofit sector for a while and have decided to open their own firm. This information is going to help you all. This episode, we're talking about some of the business equipment you're going to want to use, and also some things to steer away from. And also, what are we going to do if we need to hold on to some of our clients' guns for a while? Uh, we got some tips on all of that. As always, this show is sponsored by Prima.Law. Now, Prima.Law is online legal case management. Uh, we have uh, a number of immigration attorneys who use our product because we have built immigration forms and immigration tools to autofill those forms, online forms as well, using our Chrome extension um, and everything. Now, we've also added billing calendars and all these other features that everybody been, everybody's been asking for, everybody wanted. Uh, which really lets us offer our service now to uh, attorneys independent of, of your practice area. So uh, for all attorneys of all types, go check out Prima.Law. Uh, you can find a free 15-day free trial. But what you're going to be most impressed with is our pricing, which is way below the competition. We literally blow the competition out of the water on pricing. And since we have all of the uh, other general case management features, it's a really good option. So, we hope you enjoyed the show today. Take care. When starting your law firm, you're going to need some basic business equipment. Now, in years past, it would be necessary, yes or yes, to get a very powerful printer, scanner, copier. Um, and depending on your practice area and your volume, that may also still be a good idea. Right out the gate, though, you can use something smaller. You can look for one of the small business machines. Um, it might cost hundreds of dollars as opposed to thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Um, you do want to sort of get an idea of how much you're going to be printing, copying, and scanning. If you need to scan a lot of things and fast, and if you need to print a lot of things and fast, you know, copy for the court, copy for the client, copy for your file, copy for opposing counsel. Um, it's really going to eat a lot of time if you're using one of these smaller printer, copier, scanner things. You might definitely want to look, might definitely, yes, you might definitely want to look at one of the larger traditional copier machines. Um, let's talk about the powerful copier machines then. We're talking about like a Xerox, a Lanier, or even Brother makes some bigger ones now. Um, that's probably something you're going to end up leasing from a local company. Uh, they're going to bring it in, they're going to deliver it, they'll set it up, they'll configure it. When it runs out of toner, they'll come and fix that. When it breaks down unexpectedly, they'll come and fix that. When you shove too many staples through it, they'll come and fix it and let you know that you shouldn't shove too many staples through it either. Uh, but there's a lot of neat features that those can come with these days. But the best thing you want to look out for is does it have the capacity to print in color now? Because it's more and more important that we have that. And also, how fast does it scan paper? You want to be in the 30s for sure. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's just so great. Ka-chink, 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 ka-chink. Just sucks through. Uh, it saves a lot of time and you won't be standing there forever at the copy machine. You can go back to work. All right, you're definitely going to need a computer. This isn't the 1890s. It's not the 1930s and it's not the 1980s. Everything's done on a computer. From e-filing to word processing, 
uh, just get a computer. And it used to be people would ask, well, should I get a Windows or should I get Mac? Right now, of course, it doesn't matter. You can even get Linux because Ubuntu is a family-friendly or user-friendly interface for Linux. You can use that as well. Uh, pretty much all the software you're going to need has some sort of cloud version available as well. Um, so just use whatever it is that you like. But one thing I would think about, if you're going to be scaling your office and hiring people, uh, Apple or Mac, hardware is a little more expensive. I, I would say it's probably worth it because of durability and the overall um, life of the machines. But you might want everybody to be on the same software, so if something goes wrong, or the same type of platform, PC, Windows, Linux. Uh, so if something goes wrong, people can help each other out and get that working. Um, and of course, word processing we talked about in another video. That's the lawyer's job, that's the assistant's job, all that stuff's gonna happen. And there's a number of, a number of uh, software available for that. Microsoft Word's available on everything, pretty much. Um, so, you know, use what you're comfortable with. Um, some say Mac is better, some say PC is better, or Windows is better. Doesn't matter, it's just about your workflow. Whatever you're more comfortable using, where you can be like, oh, I'm just going to open it and go to town, that's the one you should be using. And you can train your staff on whatever it is too. Alright, uh, let's see here. I definitely prefer a laptop as opposed to a desktop computer. Desktops are more cost-effective, right? They're cheaper. So if you need to buy computers for your staff and you're starting out and you don't have the funds, a desktop will be okay. But if there's any way to swing a laptop, you guys need to meet in the conference room together, they can bring their computer. Um, they're sick or injured or something, need to work from home, you can give them permission with the appropriate safety protocols in place. Um, but they have a laptop that's mobile for that purpose. Of course, the danger with a laptop is it's easier to be stolen, but it's only marginally easier because even desktops are like this big these days. So um, the other nice thing about a laptop is in a typical laptop, like for uh, by Lenovo or Windows or Mac, all of those pieces are built to work well with each other and they're built to last a long time. Laptops especially, um, you're going to want to look for something that has, well, first of all, if it's a Mac, don't even worry about it. Whatever Mac laptop you get is going to be great. Uh, as far as the PC side goes, I like to recommend a Lenovo ThinkPad or Lenovo Business Class laptop just because physically the keyboards last a long time. They're physically more durable. They have better ventilation. Ventilation on a laptop is key. Heat is the enemy. Heat will fry your laptop. Heat will damage internal components. So right now I'm recording this on a, it's actually a gaming laptop by Lenovo, it's a Legion. Uh, 17 inch with the NVIDIA GeForce GTX. It's a Core i7 10th gen, but it's got really good ventilation. It's got monster fans on the back, the sides and the bottom. So I know that there's always gonna be enough air flowing through to keep it cool enough. So it'll last longer. And this machine's gonna last years for sure. Let's talk about Storing your files. Now, it used to be files were all paper and they sat in a file cabinet in your office. Fantastic, that's obviously not the case anymore. Used to be you would just save them all on your computer and it would be fine. Problem with that is computers get stolen, broken, wet, and otherwise die. Um, so you need some sort of backup. And then people were doing like a local server in their office. Those can be expensive to maintain. 
You might have issues with cross compatibility between uh, Windows and Mac devices. So if you've got a Mac server for your backup or some sort of attached storage for your Mac, it might not work for your other machines. Uh, there are these machines out there called NASes, N-A-S, uh, Network Attached Storage. It's a computer that plugs into your router. You can log into it and you can configure your computer to save files there. That's another option. A lot of people are just going with the cloud these days. Just storing all your files in the cloud and you're good. Now there's some pros and cons to that. So I did that for a while. Uh, I had my files stored in Dropbox. And the problem is at the time, and it may still be like this, I'm not certain, a Dropbox account actually had an upper limit to the number of distinct files that you could have before it just stopped working. Like it would, it was corrupt and then you couldn't access your files and things like that. And I had a horrible time with that. And not only that, as I was trying to fix it, something happened where it started deleting the files. And I was like, oh my goodness. And it went and deleted all my files. So I lost all my client files, um, or I thought I did. Fortunately, I had a computer at the office that was turned off that had all the files locally. So I was able to open it up, disable Dropbox and save my files that way. But with a network attached storage device, it's gonna take a little bit of configuration. There's a little bit of a learning curve, but it, it's a computer that sits on your network and its job is to keep backups of all your files, right? So you can save your files to Google Drive or Dropbox or Amazon Files or Backblaze, and you can set up this automatic file backup system. Uh, so you'll have it backed up locally in your office and also securely in the cloud. Um, as an attorney who deals with clients who need their files, maybe after a few years, or where a case may last years, it's very important to have just, you know, like a doomsday scenario ready of preparation for, um, for your file storage. So you definitely wanna look at a solution that allows you for, uh, to have redundant backups. So backup in the cloud, backup locally, another backup on the local machine in case something gets corrupted. Because you hear about these ransomware attacks all the time too, right? Where they get into your computer, they get into your server, and they say, give me you know, $10,000 and you never see your files again. Well, you can tell them to go take a hike if you have them backed up somewhere else that has also not been corrupted. Um, so it's just one of these basic security things. You're gonna have to dig into the weeds a little bit to get it set up. Uh, you might hire a consultant for that. Uh, that's obviously a good option. It's worth the investment to have a stable system that's gonna be in place to protect your files. Lastly, uh, lastly, no, we got one more thing to talk about. A VPN. Let that sink in. It stands for Virtual Private Network. Now when you start getting printers and computers and servers or network attached storage devices on your local network, you may need to access those from your computer when you're at home or from the airport when you're on somebody else's Wi-Fi. In that situation, you wanna be able to log in securely to your local network. Now, uh, there are many devices like a NAS device that will handle virtual private network for you. There's different software subscriptions you can use. Um, you, wanna, you just wanna find a good secure solution so you have a good VPN probably reach out to a local consultant to help with that if you don't know what I'm talking about. All right, now, 
two more fun things to talk about. Let's do cameras. Uh, in your office, you need some form of security. Now, for attorney-client privilege reasons, you should not be recording conversations with your clients in your office or in your conference room. However, lobby is a different story. You've got your receptionist there. That person is precious to you. You've got who knows who walking into that lobby. You don't know what could happen and you need eyes on it and you need a recording of it should something go wrong. We had someone come into our lobby uh, who was accompanying one of our clients and he was like totally flirting with our receptionist and was like kissing her hand and stuff and she was cool with it. You know, she was, you know, it wasn't a big deal, but you never know. I mean, it could have been someone who had, you know, ulterior motives or was doing something weird and, you know, maybe reaching over the receptionist counter when her head's turned or something. Uh, you're going to want to have video of the premises. And now one of the best pieces of advice I got from uh, from my favorite Marine and law school teacher, Bert Burleson, uh, have a gun safe, have a gun safe in your office. Now that doesn't mean you have to have guns. You can have guns depending on the local rules and regulations of your state. Uh, and frankly, we could have a great discussion about the second amendment, but you can have a gun safe in your office because while you may not have or store guns there or may, your clients may get in a situation where they're no longer allowed to have a firearm. For example, if you have a client who comes in to consult with you and they say, I've been served with a personal protection order and here in the state of Michigan, it means I can't have any firearms with me right now. Well, what are you going to tell that client to do? You should say you or someone of your friends needs to bring that here and I'll put it in my safe. That way nobody can tell a lie about it. I'll sign it in. I'll keep it. I'll give you an inventory receipt. And if a judge ever has to ask, or if the person who took this order out against you thinks that you've got that gun still and they're going to file a complaint with the police, you know, you've got me and I'm your attorney and I'm going to hold that for you in the meantime. And then you can do that. Uh, this can happen during like a divorce proceeding. It could happen during a criminal defense proceeding. Now here, let me be very clear. Under no circumstances are you going to hold anything that would be considered evidence in a criminal trial. A gun safe is good for other reasons too, right? You want to buy one that has some sort of fire rating on it. So you can store your important documents, your vital documents. Maybe, maybe that's where you put your car title. Other things like that that you need to survive a fire should your office burn down for some reason. Um, and I tell you what, over the years we've had to hold things like firearms, samurai swords, all sorts of stuff. And it's coming really helpful and it really has and um, highly recommend it. And of course, you know what? You should have another safe that's just for the cash. When cash is coming into your office, you want some sort of system where it can be deposited into a safe that's secured to the premises and nobody else can get into without your code. Uh, a lot of attorneys have still have a cash business um, and you got to realize that law firms can be a target for a good old-fashioned smash and grab. You don't want anybody seeing where that money goes after they're paying you. That goes into a different room away from them. They don't see where it goes. Um, you got to think about these security things when you're opening your firm. All right. Well, these are some things to think about 
when considering business equipment. Some of the real basics here. Of course, if you're in a particular practice area like practicing immigration, one of the big important things you're going to need is software. Uh, we are sponsored by Prima.Law. Prima.Law is cloud-based case management, not just for immigration, uh, but for any practice area. We are at the lowest price point of any cloud-based based, cloud -based case management system. Uh, and we're fully featured. So calendar tasks, notes, case types. You can build custom case types. You can build your own workflows. Uh, you can autofill forms for immigration, federal court, state court if you're in Michigan, California, New York, Florida, Texas, um, some other areas as well. Uh, and, I mean, that's the equipment that you will really, really need to run a successful law firm. I'm Attorney James Betzold. Have a great day.